0: Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today we uh, we got an update on JT Shroud. Um, this will actually probably be a little bit shorter podcast, just because, to be honest, there isn't a whole lot to talk about. Um, you know what? Let's, let's talk about the Colorado XOs a little bit first, and then we'll jump in. Um, Colorado XOs. Actually, this weekend is the Rugby Town 7s tournament. Uh, there's there's 20 teams from around the world that are coming to play right here in Glendale, Colorado. If you want more inf- information, go to Rugby Town 7s. That's R-U-G-B-Y-T-O-W-N-7-S.com. Uh, that was actually really hard to do. Um, so, yeah. Honestly, like, all of the conversation today with Carl was about the quarterbacks. Um, I, I I actually don't think there was a question that wasn't about the quarterbacks. And I actually had a couple lined up, but, you know, things kind of got cut off after all the quarterback stuff, and I wasn't going to, like, jump in while we're talking about quarterbacks. But we'll save those questions for later. Um, also talked to uh, Joshka Gustav, talked to Carson Wells today, and we will... Uh, be talking about what we learned on this podcast. Uh, Like I said, it wasn't, like, the most information-heavy day, though, so it might not be the longest podcast. Uh, I am going to play the audio from talking to Carson, though, so stay tuned to that. It'll be at the end of the pod. So, uh, obviously, big story, J.T. Shroud. And the news was bad, you know, which, which isn't unexpected. Carl actually didn't say specifically what happened. Um... He said that it was a serious injury. He said that he would miss a period of time. Um, And then in talking to it, it it did sound like, you know, he was asked like, is he done for the season? And he said, well, sometimes the surgeon kind of gets in there and all of a sudden you you think that it isn't actually as bad. And so we're waiting to hear what we actually are told by the doctor um, to, to say what's going on. But all indications are that it's probably a season-ending injury. And if not season-ending, it's probably going to be most of the season before he's back. Um, either way, obviously, Brendan Lewis is your starter. And that is is that, that—that is official today. That is a f- official today. Um, it's definitely... Uh, there's a silver lining in that Brendan now gets to take all the first team reps and Carl said that that will probably be good for him. Um, On top of that, you know, again, how much can you really say about this? Um, He said things like, you know, wishing the best for JT. He, he feels bad. He feels like he let his teammates down, um, which is kind of interesting, I guess, but Obviously, he should not feel that way. It's not like he wanted to tear his ACL. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's just a, a tough break for Colorado, and we kind of went through all this yesterday. But it really does put the Buffs in a tough spot. Um, Carl was asked whether you use Brendan a little bit differently now that you know this, and actually, when he was answering that, was the I think the first smile we've seen from Carl since the injury happened. Um, and he laughed and said, well, he's, he's definitely not going to be doing what Sam did last year and not jumping over guys, not trying to run guys over. He's going to have to be smart about that. And that's something that he said they're going to coach him up on. But he also said, you know, he is who he is as a football player and we don't want him to not be himself or not do the best that he can do because he's worried about getting hurt, you know, and it, it is a balancing act. But... You know, just to reiterate, in case you didn't listen yesterday, Colorado's backup quarterbacks right now are two true freshmen. Two 18-year-olds who, they actually were on campus for the spring, which, you know, at the time you're like, okay, hey, that, that gives them a little head start. Maybe that means that they're ready, you know, whatever, a semester early, whenever their time comes. It turns out that getting them on campus this spring was hugely important because now Drew Carter is your backup quarterback. Jordan Wolverton's your number three. And Carl said, and this obviously no surprise, that Brendan's getting the number one reps. Drew's getting the number two reps. And now you've got Jordan Wolverton getting the number three reps. And actually, Brendan Lewis is actually, like, a a true freshman as well. But he did play last year. Just the weird COVID year. But, yeah. Um... It's it's tough. I, I, there were some other things. Carl said it was a really good practice. Um, he's happy with that. And, again, outside of that, it was mostly just talking about JT. Um, Not much I have to add, you know. It changes the dynamics of the offense. JT is more of a deep ball guy, and you have the running game that Colorado has. Do you want to throw the ball deep because you can suck the defense in a little bit? I think that, you know, you could make that argument. Could you say we're going to suck the defense in a little bit and then just pick them apart underneath and not put the ball in harm's way? I think you could make that argument. Um, and I think you could also make the argument that when you have a strong running game, you know you're running the ball a lot. When your quarterback's a running threat too, that uh, that's uh, one more defender that you know has to be accounting for the quarterback. And if not, maybe Brendan breaks a big one. Um so there's a lot of pieces at play here and again I think that you know it was probably 60/40 that Brendan was going to win that job. Well, here we are. I don't think that Colorado lost its starting quarterback. Um but there is a chance that it did and the truth is that if they did, the difference probably isn't that big. Um it's just about health now. Um which is like I said yesterday, it's just uh, it's Tough to see considering how much Carl and his staff invested in depth this off season. you know, the bringing in two more linebackers for that inside linebacker spot, bringing in, um, offensive lineman, defensive lineman from that transfer portal guys who are just kind of plug and play at this point. Um, not necessarily that they're going to be starters or anything like that, but they're ready to go. Now these aren't, freshmen who are coming in and you're trying to teach them the ropes and how things are supposed to be it's a it's a different situation now that they're going through and we'll just have to see how it goes um yeah i think that that's basically it um, so we might as well move along. Let's hit an ad break, and then we'll talk about what Carson and Joshka had to say. Again, it, it not anything that was all that groundbreaking. Uh, but first of all, I want to tell you guys, if you aren't members of the DMVR yet, you get a whole bunch of awesome perks when you sign up, including a $60 gift card to the DMVR locker if you use the promo code CAMP2021. Um, that's a great deal. And you can get basically like two shirts or I think the hats are the same price. Just pick a couple of your favorite things. I just picked up one of those golf hats, the white one with the black DMVR golf logo. It's a cool hat. I am going to wear it a lot. We can match. Um, Yeah. Also, if you're looking for a place for your fantasy draft, DMVR bar is the best place. Um, All you got to do is just sign up to bring 10 people or more and you will get two free pitchers of beer. One from Breckenridge, one that's not. Um, speaking of Breckenridge, Breckenridge Brewery is incredible. They're actually supplying with uh, us with so many beers for a tailgate August 29th before the Buffs take on uh, number one ranked Florida State in soccer. It's going to be a bunch of fun. Um, I'm not quite ready to commit to this, but I do think that I'm going to be heading up for the CU Colorado State soccer game Thursday at 4. Again, I'm not totally sure. Uh, I'll figure that out in the next day or two. Um, But plan is to just go hang out. And if anybody wants to go hang out, let's go hang out. Uh, But yeah, Breckenridge Brewery, they make that tailgate possible. They make so much of what we do possible. And uh, also they give us really good beer, whether it's a Strawberry Sky, the Avalanche is just like your classic American amber ale, I think is what they call it. Um, Can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong at all. Uh, also, if uh, the beer isn't enough, remember that 1% of all of their profits this summer are going to the National Parks Conservation Association. It is a great thing to do. It's a great group of people. Um, and so help enable all of that greatness by supporting them because they support us. And finally, want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, I-, I put together a little Parlay. Um, I actually got a free bet, which is something that you sometimes just get from DraftKings. They'll just basically say, like, here's some money, go bet it. And it's a lot of fun. Um, but I got kind of aggressive with mine. Um I decided to parlay the Nuggets to win their summer league game today, um, which they did. And also I had that with uh The Patriots to win their preseason game against the Eagles on Thursday. And then that with uh, the Broncos to win their preseason game against the Seahawks on Saturday. And all of a sudden, I could turn that free bet into a whole lot of money. Um, I'm excited. We're one for one so far, and hopefully we'll make it three for three. Plus, right now, if you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get... $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. It's a great deal. Great way to start out your DraftKings account. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR when you sign up and receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code DMVR to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Um, I did just realize that we haven't talked about uh, media day. Honestly, like in terms of talking to Carl, media day is kind of for the people who aren't at practice every day. You know, it's a chance for the TV stations to go up and ask what they need to ask some of the, you know, that that kind of stuff. And so, a lot of what we hear from Carl is the same stuff that we've heard at various points. You know. What's it like coming back from COVID? You know, you seem to be using the transfer portal. What do you think of the transfer portal in general? What do you think of that sort of stuff where it's like we've we've covered what he thinks about all of that. Um, but I did have a chance And the reason we haven't talked about this by the way Is because that was the day we had the soccer podcast Because there were soccer players at media day too um, And so that just made sense to do it then And that was the day's podcast But um, I did talk to linebacker's coach Mark Smith I talked to linebacker Robert Barnes And they had some interesting things to say And so let's jump into some of that um, We'll touch on what Joshua Carson had to say We'll play the audio from Carson later on um, First of all Mark Smith, I really (laughs) like him, which isn't a surprise. I like most of these guys, but um, he had some good things to say, you know, about how they can use the different linebackers, the different combinations. It does, in talking to him, you know, he didn't say this, but just kind of reading between the lines... I think that there's really going to be four linebackers, four inside linebackers who are part of the rotation. I think it's going to be Nate Landman, Robert Barnes, Jack Lamb, and John Van Daele. At the same time, we talked before; Marvin Ham had an awesome day at the scrimmage. You know, there's some other guys that played well too. So it's all—it's early in camp. It's a grain of take it all with a grain of salt, and it's just kind of my read on a conversation. Um, but I do think that those will be the four that they rotate in depending on situations or maybe fatigue and all that kind of stuff and i think it's a good group uh he he also said and this was probably the biggest note that they would be using some three linebacker formations too and that they have some packages and we didn't really get into the like nitty-gritty of what that means um whether it's just like a like a 4-3 defense, I guess it could be, or what I think is more likely is that you have Jack Lamb or Robert Barnes playing in the star spot. Like I think if you're going three linebackers, you probably want to be pretty heavy, so it's probably like Robert Barnes playing the star, which I think he's working mostly at the most spot at the moment, um, money spot, but you put him there, and then you put Landman and Van Deest on the inside, and all of a sudden, you've got some great tacklers. Um, Mark had good things to say about all those guys. Said that Nate, if, if he hadn't been told that there was an injury, he wouldn't have thought that Nate had ever been injured. Um, on top of that, he said that, uh, you know, having John Van Deest, that's a, uh, I think he called him the magic eraser like I got double check to make sure that that was him but the the point was that he was somebody who he can go out there and he will do what needs to be done like he he has good football instincts he knows his role um when it comes time to you know defend the run you put him out there next to Nate and you're going to be just fine there's not going to be like any blown um assignments I guess that leave a hole wide open for a running back to run through um So I do think that those are kind of the four and it's going to be situational, um, how they're used and when they're used, but again, it adds up. I think that you look at the talent among those four and the experience among those four and just kind of compare it to the rest of them. And maybe this was the four that we should have expected. And if somebody would have asked me, I probably would have said, yeah, those four probably are your top four. Um, the order would be a little bit tougher. Um, in terms of other stuff, I, I, I think that that was kind of the big point. Um, I'm, I still haven't been able to write a story about this. I'm going to do that in the next day or two. Um, and that'll have all of the details. In terms of Robert Barnes, I think the most interesting conversation was about. Just the changing the culture at Colorado and having him come in from Oklahoma, having been on some winning teams, seen what that looks like, seen what the effort looks like, seen what the off-season effort looks like, and kind of coming in and raising those standards and being vocal, and that's something we've heard about him from different coaches and players that he has become kind of a leader on this team, and in talking to him about that, he said that that wasn't something that he necessarily tried to do; it was something that you know, all of a sudden they're asking him to break out the, the group. And so he was doing that. And he said, you know, having Nate on the sidelines kind of opened the door up for that a little bit too, uh, this spring. And so I do think that he, and again, not surprised, surprise, he's going to be a significant part of this defense. And I think that there's a lot to like about his game. You know, his dad actually was a linebacker in college and, he made the switch to linebacker uh, before everything kind of got shut down last year for COVID. And he was able to go home and just spend all of that time with his dad learning what the linebacker position is like, and he thinks that that was really beneficial and made the transition really smooth for him, which is what you want to hear. Also added that uh, it was a decision that he made with Lincoln Riley, um, the head coach at Oklahoma, the two of them kind of talked it out and decided that that's where things fit best. And, um, he's been off and running. Uh, so, so I think that that was kind of the key point there. Um, touching on, we'll touch on Joshka first and then Carson last, uh, Joshka, very excited, um, talked about Shannon Turley and it's just kind of a fun conversation. He's like, yeah, you can feel the difference. I feel like a better athlete out there. Um, he, uh, he's been working on a bunch of different things. He says, you know, that it's good to, um, to have competition. He does feel that that's valuable. Um, he says that playing across from Carson, he said, there's an infinite amount of things that you can learn from him. Lives in the backfield, great pass rusher, knows the game so well. He said it's almost scary. Um, yeah, good player, and he said he wants to model his game off after him because he's so good against the run. He's so good sacking the quarterback. Um, yeah. Um, was in Boulder most of the offseason. His brother goes to Iowa, so he spent a little bit of time out there too. Um, yeah, I think that those are kind of the the key points there. And then from Carson... I'll, I'll let you hear it for yourself. you know he he isn't the most talkative guy. Um, kind of got push him a little bit. Um, but but we talked about you know living um, in the hotel, which they do during camp. He uh, he keeps his room at 62 degrees, which is very cold. Um, I don't really have much to add about that except for like what is up with that? Uh, talked about the smoke. Um, I think the most interesting stuff was talking about not getting, um, on one of those preseason, all pac pack 12 teams. Um, I'll let you guys listen to that for yourself. Um, yeah, he'll get you hyped up. He'll get you hyped up. Um, I guess I'll do it for me today and I will play this audio for you guys to listen to. So have fun listening to that. I actually don't know who we're talking to tomorrow. I just realized I forgot to send in requests. Well, we'll deal with that. See if it's not too late. But but yeah, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have fun listening to Carson. I just realized that I should add Matt McChesney on the podcast tomorrow. We're talking Shannon Turley. We're talking about all sorts of other stuff. So I'm excited. Hope you are too
1: you guys are still staying in the hotel right yeah to it is it starting to get kind of old being in there uh i kind of like it i said the room is 62 I don't I no don't. <laughs> you're short was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh i said the room at 62 get in there oh wow Man, 62 keep the blinds closed who's who's your roommate uh zion and he's down with 62 yeah really 62 that's cold that's cold what's Very the reason cold. I like it cold. Aren't you from Florida? I like it cold. <laughs> all right. I got to sleep with the cold. Fan on too. I brought my own fan from home too. Wow. Is that something you always did during camp or did you just I, just, I always do that in general. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for the electricity, so turn it to 62. What do you guys do there? Uh, not much. I'm here from 630 to 9. Yeah? Uh, just sleep. Okay. That's all. <laughs> in terms of football, how, how do you evaluate how camp has gone so far? Uh, it's been good. Uh, try to keep everybody healthy. I'm glad it cleared up. The smoke was, you could feel it in your lungs. Could you? Yeah, the first, first couple of days. Uh, I think we've been getting some good work in, though. Uh, mm-hmm. sucks about JT. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't got a final word on him, but sucks to see him go down. Uh, uh, has been doing good. has been seeing some good things. Jay Brew looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. defense is coming along, learning to, Learning the new defense. We Nate wasn't here in the spring. Guy didn't play in the spring. Jamar didn't play in the spring. T Lane didn't play. So all yeah. those vets are relearning the defense, and we try to teach it to them from what we learned in the spring. Yeah, and you didn't play in the scrimmage on Saturday, right? Hmm. Why was that? Uh, a bunch of the vets took a took a vet day. That is that your first time getting one of those? Yeah, it is. Felt nice. Did Felt it? Felt very nice. Huh? what, what what's that? Why does it feel nice? You're just one of the respected old heads. Yeah. Um, this is my fifth fall campus I mean I fucking I've seen it all yeah uh, just watched a lot of football taking a lot of mental reps and then just being on the sideline lets me coach up some of the younger guys be like a second coach mm-hmm. uh, tell them what I see what I could do better what they did good yeah there's a position battle across from you what's it like being like the guy who you've kind of solidified your role in this defense whereas those guys are trying to win the job instead of splitting it like last year oh uh, yeah um Put in a lot of work to get to where I was. I was Whenever I was younger, I was one of those guys that was competing on the other side of Drew Lewis trying to play. Then it was Davion. I was trying to compete on the other side of Davion. Uh, so I've been there. I know what they're going through. You just got to put your head down to work every day and stack days. That's a big thing Come out every day. Can't have a good day and then a bad day. Be inconsistent. Just be consistently growing. Uh, and they've all done a good job of that. i proud of it. Yeah. Do you think that they bring different things to the table? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh is a smarter guy and knows what's going to happen. Uh, Jamar and Guy are very good pass rushers. Uh, set the edge very well. Uh, they all bring their own kind of element to the table in their own way. Uh, for you, you were honorable mention preseason All-Pac-12. What do you think of that? Same thing as last year. Yeah? Disrespectful. Why do you think that they did that? Why do you think the voters put you there? Uh, Got to earn it. Yeah, you gotta keep working. You kind of did earn it last year, though. If you like look at the numbers, second and tackles for loss per game, that kind of stuff. Does it get kind of frustrating though, to to have people disrespect like that? Uh, my end goal isn't all about me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about the team. We had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just want to keep winning. As long as we win, I don't care what I get. Okay. Uh, new, not totally new defense, but with Chris Wilson taking over. What are some of the changes for your role in the defense? Uh, I'm still going to have my hand down a lot. Uh, bring us off the edge. Mix up some pressures. Uh, there's a lot of similarities. There's only so many ways you can play defense. You got cover three, cover four. Maybe mix up the front a little bit, but there's only so many ways you can play it. Uh, it's really like a uh, fifth defense I've had to learn. So, I mean, I've seen a lot. I just carry it over from each time. Yeah. Uh, in terms of goals for the season, what do you have? Win. Win what? Everything. I like it. Awesome. Uh, that's it for me.